You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Let's dive into a brand new episode. Before we get started on this episode, here's a not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed here. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 25 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. Steve isn't, nor does he offer any legal advice. For any legal advice, you must speak with a lawyer. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon. Just go to Amazon and search for author Steve Worsley. You can also take Steve's courses on Udemy or Skillshare, and you can find out more about those at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, you're listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with myself, Steve Worsley. Once again, we have Cassandra here as a guest, so two weeks in a row. Yeah, good to be here. Yes, it's it's kind of nice that uh, you threw me out on my own for a while. Now you come back in and you help out a little bit, so I'm sure our listeners enjoy it. But anyhow, today is episode 227, and today's topic is toxic mold and window wells. So you know what a window well is, right? Yes, I had to ask you because well confuses me. You know, I think of well, a deep hole in the ground where water is. Why would you call something that is just like a little, I don't know, circular I don't know. thing? You'd have to ask Webster, Miriam <laughs> Webster, whoever, whoever. How would you things. define a window well? A window well to me is um, a apparatus or structure that's attached to the home to provide egress for a basement window. So, in other words, if you're below the dirt grade, you put that window well in, and that's how you're able to have egress in case there was a fire. You know, egress is an SAT word. I didn't know that. That's I've never it. done that. So. <laughs> so, so, so really what you're saying, it's the way that when your basement is under the dirt, you still get to have a window Correct. because you push out the well, the dirt. And yep. put a well in there so you can actually have a window under the ground. Yeah, the well part, I don't know. I get what you're saying. A well sounds more like water, but yes, it's a. It's usually a half circle and uh, gives you enough area to, like I said, have a window below the dirt grade. And then if it's if it's in a bedroom, it's supposed to have stairs or it's not stairs, steps, um, so that uh, any occupants of the home and a fire could get out. So. Oh, that's oh. why there's that thing in there. Yeah, oh. that's what those that's what those steps are for. 
you know, we'll go over some things, but it, it, it kind of brings up the topic of the cover. Um, that's why it's important to have covers over the window wells. Oh, but do our window wells have covers? They I don't, don't think they do. No. Okay. <laughs> no. And and our window wells are actually deep because our ceilings in the basement are nine feet. So uh, and it's a full basement. There's no walkout. And uh, yeah, so it could you know it could be a safety concern. And 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 the interesting part is is and we're kind of. We're talking about it a little before I had planned to, but we'll just we'll just address that. You know, you would want something pretty sturdy and heavy, so from the outside you could walk on it and you couldn't fall into the window well. Uh, but the problem you run into is if you get something too heavy, if there was a fire, if someone, if especially if it was a child, was in that bedroom, they got to be able to push that cover up if there was a fire to get out of that window well. Yeah, it sounds like if you have covers on the window wells, you should be doing fire drills so people yeah, know it's, it's how important. to get out of them. Yeah. yeah, we talk about it, you know, on our checklist, reviewing the fire escape plans, but it is something that's very important, you know, because, like, you have those rooms in the basement, but then you have rooms up on the second level, and technically you should have like a rope ladder from those bedrooms to be able to get down to the ground level. That's true. Because if you had to jump out of our window, like in the master bedroom. Hurt yourself. Yeah. You're clear up on a second level. Like you're, you're a long ways up there. So it's important to, to go over those things with the occupants and your kids. But it's important though, going back to the cover to, to remember, you know, when I lived in another town up in Wyoming, it was it was coal miners, and so there were a bunch of welders. And a lot of the welders would be all proud about how hefty they made these window well covers. And I'm like, yeah, but how do you lift that up? Yeah, wow. And they're like, well, you just, someone can help you. And I'm like, no, what if you're the person sleeping in that bedroom and there's a fire? That's terrible. You can't, you know. And so for our listeners, you know, you need to keep that in mind when you, you should have a cover over it. And it's a catch-22, like. Do you go with those cheap plastic covers you can buy at the hardware stores? Well, that keeps the water out. But it also keeps it in, doesn't it? In the window well area. Well, it'll keep it out, so there shouldn't be any water getting oh. in. But the problem is, is if you're outside, if you stepped on that, you'd fall right through. Oh, gosh, yeah. So so it's it's a catch-22, honestly. What's the connection between toxic mold and window wells? Uh, because they're below grade, a lot of times those will fill up with water. Oh, so like even from the sprinklers. Yes, it could be. So so going back to, you know, we talked about it last week when we talked about rain gutters, we talk about it all the time, grading and drainage. So if you have a window well on the top of it is here and the dirt grade out here is flat. If you get a lot of water, the water can come into that window well or if it's just a defective gutter above it or no gutters, all that water comes into that window well. Well, the window well... The bottom of it's only usually six inches below the bottom of the window. Mm-hmm. And so when that fills up, where's that water going to go? Oh, yeah. Right into that bedroom. Yeah, wow. And you wouldn't know it if it's finished. Yeah, for the most part, you, I mean, you should be able to see water stains. Obviously, if you had an inspector like myself that has moisture meters and an infrared camera, if it was wet, we could pick that up. But, but yeah, that's what happens. Sometimes they become detached from the wall itself. So window wells are attached to the foundation with some lag bolts. If that comes away, you'll have a, a gap between your foundation and then the window well itself. And so water, like you said, from sprinklers, drip lines, anything could just come into that window well. So over time on a home, you know, a chronic, 
a defect like that could easily turn into to mold concerns. So, wow. Which brings up the importance of proper grading and drainage. You've got to get that water. That's why it's so important to get that water away from the foundation. Now, the things that you're talking about, they sound like more advanced stages of window well problems. Are there any early signs that if somebody's looking at their window well, it w- they could catch it early? So probably one of the most common defects we see, um, and we talked about it last week, grading and drainage. If the top of your window well is not higher than the finished dirt grade outside, mm-hmm. that's a concern. Okay. It should be a couple inches higher. Not a lot, but at least a couple inches. Also, what's important is that dirt grade slopes away from that window well. Because if it doesn't, you'll see over time, it's it's just going to sit there. And, uh, you know, these window wells, I, I'm not sure what type of metal, but I think it is galvanized. And uh, a lot of times, a lot of the defects that I would see when I did inspections all the time is they would start rusting out and there'd be holes in them. So... You know, for something early on that you could catch, it would be the height, the finish height of the window well. And if it's not high enough for our listeners, it's not hard to go buy an extension. Mm-hmm. You can go buy an extension that's a six inch or one foot extension. Even if you can't find one, you have a weird sized window well, you can always get that landscape block and just put that around it oh, and, okay. and build it up higher. That makes sense. So that's a... That's probably the the quickest, easiest thing is the the finished height of it. Make sure it's high enough above the dirt grade. And then also you can look from up above, so from the outside, or from inside the room down in the basement. Make sure that that window well has a flange. Make sure that those bolts are all the way in. And then that, that metal of the window wells are right up against the foundation. Does that make sense? It does. What do you do about window wells if you're in the middle of a flood warning? I mean, I'm assuming places where they tend to have floods, they don't do those kinds of windows. But is it just the bags of sand? or what? Yeah, you could put bags of sand to keep the water from coming in or a cover. Uh, a lot of, so out here in the West, we we don't have the flooding concerns like other places do. And I know we're still in hurricane season. It's almost over with. But I, I would assume homes, most homes like in Florida and Georgia, they don't have basements. They're usually a slab on grade. But even out here in the West, um, and this is something I'm pretty sure I cover it in the um, Building a Mold Resistant Home, the book, which I think, what was that, the fourth book I wrote? Fourth, I think. Yes. Anyhow, you can put... Once you're done with the dirt grade, which is going to be below the, the the window itself, so the window here, your dirt grade's down here, you can put a sump pit in the window well itself. Okay. And then you put gravel in so it comes up to the elevation of the window, and then you pipe that either to, you know, the storm drain or out to a pond or whatever. And so that sump pump in the sump pit has a float on it, and when so much water gets in there, it kicks that pump on, and then it pumps the water out. Okay. So um, if you don't have one of those and you're having a window well for one of our listeners, like, yeah, but you know, what if I'm watching it fill up with water? You can go get a, what I call a trash pump or a transfer pump. And it's just a pump you can go get at a hardware store. You literally just put it in there, and it'll you hook a hose to one end, you plug it in, and it'll suck the water out. Okay. 
And, you know, you can use like a shop vac if there's not that much water, but, but you can get a trash pump is what I call it, but it's a transfer pump and uh, just pump the water out. And then, you know, obviously once that flooding event or whatever is over with, you need to address it and, and fix it properly, which would be a permanent sump pump. Okay. So then how often should people be even look? I mean, I think most people don't look at their window wells at all. I mean, nobody thinks to check their window wells. But I mean, if, if people understood the importance of it in terms of mold prevention, how often should they look? I mean, I, I think a lot of people be like, I don't even know what I'm looking for. <laughs> well, when you go down, you know, when I say down, it's down in a basement. When you go down there, like I said, look for rusting, look for during a rainstorm, see if there's standing water, look for water stains. You know, and of course, you're looking through the window. From the outside, you can look down and look at the same thing. Um, but as far as how often, you know, I, I would check all that stuff in the spring and the fall checklist. Maybe it's something... I should talk more about in the in the checklist because yeah. I don't I don't really address that. I do I think I do address sump pumps mm-hmm. stuff like that. But but uh, I'll remember try to remember to add window well inspection to that list. Okay, so really fall and spring twice yes. a year. Yeah, and it it doesn't hurt. You know, for the listeners that are listening, they're like, yeah, we we never go check it. Well, even if you've done your fall checklist, you know, just check it whenever. I don't. You know, some people. You know, like we spend plenty of time in the basement. So if you have an office down there and you're on calls, just look out in the window well and just see if there's anything abnormal, like rusting or water sitting there. And as you've noticed with our place, there's no problems because they were done properly. Correct. But now window wells are never meant to be replaced, right? Never. It's part of the foundation of the home, right? Kind of, yes. So they shouldn't have to be replaced, but it does happen. Oh. Um, if you have defects that like the rust and things like that, that rust will, it'll get so bad it creates holes and then so water starts coming in. And so then, yes, you have to dig those up and mm-hmm. they're, it wouldn't be, um, and I don't even know, I don't do that type of work anymore, but I would suspect that to dig up one window well and replace it, if there was nothing around there, so no sprinklers or anything, I'll, I'll bet you it still costs you six, seven grand to do it. So, All the more reason to check it twice a year. Yeah, exactly. To make sure that you don't have to yeah. spend that kind of money. And you have to call, you know, as the contractor, you have to call out blue stakes. I don't know what it is. Everyone has different numbers, but I think here it's 611. But they come out and you have to, you know, you have to have it blue staked. And blue stakes doesn't include your sprinklers. It's just like electrical, gas, um, telephone but you got to make sure none of those utilities are in the way because then you yeah. have to deal with those too. So to answer your question, it, it happens that you have to replace them. It's not and shouldn't be common, um, but it's something like you said, if you do the proper inspections, it's something you can prevent. And, you know, you figure like with our house, we have only two window wells. Can you imagine a house that has like four of them and you've got to dig them up? I mean, you literally might as well dig around the entire foundation and put a... a French drain or drain tile system in. I mean, it. it's quite the project. And yes, it is done with the foundation. Well, after the foundation's been poured before you backfill, then you put the window wells in. Okay. Huh. So, so, so it's pretty important. Very, and can be very expensive very, if you're not proactive. Yeah, yeah it's, it's something you don't want to ignore. It's not a problem that's going to go away. 
Wow. So what's your call to action for people? Just do like you just said. Go, you know, go outside. You don't have to wait for the fall checklist or the spring checklist. Um, just go outside and look at your window wells for defects. Like I said, you're looking for water stains, standing water, rust. Make sure they're attached properly. Make sure they're above the final grade outside. So you should have the top of your window well, then several inches to the your grass or whatever dirt's out there. Awesome. And... I mean, this is all great. I almost feel like there needs to be a mini course on window wells alone because they're so expensive to fix. Yeah. But you but you make a lot of connections to why understanding mold and understanding the signs of mold is so important in your Mold 101 digital bundle. Yes. Yep. It's the only digital bundle you've lassoed me in to get finished. <laughs> so uh, you keep telling me I need more out there. But it is, it's actually a hidden link right now. We talked about making that a public link. Yes. Um, but we will put that link in the description. Um, so for those listeners, uh, if we don't get the public link, it there'll be a link in the description. Um, I don't think it's very expensive. I think it's $59, $69. i am not Something sure. Something like that. Yep. And it's... Um, it's been so long since I've talked about it, but it has, I think, like five different sections and it's got worksheets and all sorts of stuff. It's it's a great price for mold education. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's a it's a great bundle. So uh, for you listeners, you know, if you want to learn more about mold, just uh, click on that link, purchase that bundle within a few business days, you'll get the Explain well, to our listeners what they get. Yeah, within a few business days, you will get an email that gives you access to the content. Okay, perfect. Well, there you have it. Well, thank you for listening. Today was episode 227. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you go to our website at cnccontractorservices.com and sign up for the Mold Investigation Checklist. Again, go to cnccontractorservices.com and get your free Mold Investigation Checklist today. You can also, on cnccontractorservices.com, find out more about Steve's courses and books and consultations. Once again, go to cnccontractorservices.com.